Welcome to Stay Engaged. Everything you know and love about the IAB's flagship conference Engage, but reimagined for these extraordinary times. It's Engage, but offstage. Today's offstage audio session is from Goodloop. In trying times, good business matters more than ever and actions speak far louder than words. In this session, Goodloop's CEO tells us how they are helping brands continue advertising with purpose, while also literally funding the front line through immediate donations to vital causes. Here's Amy. Hi, my name's Amy. I'm the founder and CEO of Goodloop. And I'm here today to talk to you about the role of purposeful advertising in a time of crisis. But I want to start with a bit of an intro. So I started my career at Ogilvy, so kind of creative, strategic brand building. And in particular, I worked a lot on the Unilever portfolio. So everything from fabric conditioner to mayonnaise, like that was my jam. And this was back in the time when Unilever had just announced their study that showed that their sustainable brands grew 50% faster than the rest of their portfolio. And they've repeated this study over the last few years. And it consistently is true that when they talk about bigger social, cultural, environmental issues, they engage consumers at a higher level, they build more brand love and they sell more soap. For me, that just was such an earworm. The idea that you can make more money by doing good in the world. That's such a fundamentally exciting idea. And I left Ogilvy sort of with this ruminating in the back of my mind. I ended up in Argentina. I was volunteering at a Commodore, which is kind of like a soup kitchen, but it's just for kids. And this Commodore, they feed 40 kids every single week. You know, for a lot of them, it's their only meal of the day. And they do it on a budget of less than $10. And I was really struck by how much good you can do with, with not very much money. And then on the flip side, how much money I'd left behind. How many millions of dollars, billions, flow through the pipes of online advertising, buying and selling the cheap commodity of our attention. And it just felt like if we could harness even a small fraction of that massive industry and use it to do good, advertising could be a real force for change in the world. So I came back to the UK and I founded Goodloop. And Goodloop does exactly that. We're an ethical ad platform. We take existing creative assets, we wrap it in our interactive ethical format, and then we distribute programmatically. And if people choose to engage, if they choose to give a little bit of time or attention, then they get to do good for free. They unlock a donation funded by the advertiser and they can choose a charity to give it to. And over the past four years since I started this company, we've worked with some amazing brands from Unilever and Cadbury and Coca-Cola all the way through to H&M and the Co-op and NBC Universal. Really brilliant brands and each has their own unique purpose and their own unique set of values in the world. And collectively, we've raised over a million dollars for charities like Save the Children, WWF, UNICEF, UN Women. And we've had a really exciting journey and, and really gained momentum. And it's been a great ride. And then in the middle of March, everything changed. The UK went into lockdown as coronavirus started to spread internationally. And it became increasingly apparent that this was going to fundamentally change our lives, at least short term, if not forever, right? And it's this sort of global 
catastrophe that's challenged challenged us in so many new ways and really made us stop and consider well if good loop's purpose is to make advertising a force for good in the world well what is the role of advertising during a crisis what is the role that brands play and and how does their purpose fit into that i think whenever considering these seismic shifts it's really important to focus first and foremost on the consumer so there are three key changes amongst the consumer that i think are worth exploring a little further the first change is in behavior so as the world isolates we're building this online community an online network where we connect with family and friends where we get our information whilst offline we are increasingly isolated and alone and that's really shifted how we consume media for example kantar found that watching video has now become the most popular activity of people self isolating perhaps slightly depressing but the second most popular activity is sleep and yeah i get it i you know i love a good sleep a nap in the middle of the day has never seemed so tempting but 58% of people according to this study have used sleep as a way to pass the time havas did an interesting study as well particularly looking at different age groups they found a real shift in younger generations with a 49% net gain in live tv viewing and a marked shift towards trusted news brands whereas this generation would have previously gone to social channels to get their information they're now looking much more to brands like the bbc for a more informed opinion And good loop we also do a lot of social listening when we run our campaigns so we've looked at the social channels and we found 20% of all social messages are now shared between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. So you know a time when in the old world we would have been busy at work and not particularly interacting with our online communities. So I guess the key question here is how do brands adapt to the changing behaviors of consumers so that we ensure our brands are where people are and are supporting them in their activities in this new world. The second key change is a change in outlook. It's a really wonderful silver lining that at this time of of darkness and anxiety and uncertainty we've seen an outpouring of kindness of community of humanity and that positivity is really shining through be it drawings of rainbows in windows or the 750,000 people who volunteered to help the NHS in less than a week you globally search terms for food bank donations have increased 65% since the 1st of february everyone in the world right now wants to do their bit and that sense of community is so powerful and really quite wonderful and the final change is a change in consumer expectation a change in the way that consumers want brands to interact with them ipsos mori did a study and found 74% of people agree that they want to hear from brands who are actively helping A similar study by Twitter found 77% of Twitter users feel more positively about brands who are supporting society. And I think those two stats pull at the same thread, which is how are brands actively contributing? You talk less, do more. Consumers are focused on your actions, not your words. And right now your actions are going to speak 10 times louder. 
And really interesting study by Mindshare just last month showed that in the US, consumers who think brands should donate money have increased by 25% since coronavirus hit. So consumers are not only looking for brands to take action within their supply chain, within their community, but also to donate and to support the frontline causes that are making a real difference. So I wanted to find an example of a brand that is adapting to these three key changes. And I think Deliveroo are actually a really good example. So Deliveroo have adapted to the change in behavior. Well, first and foremost, because their app enables people to get restaurant food at home. So they kind of had a head start on that one in that their infrastructure is kind of built for this change in behavior. But they also changed their service they changed how you receive a delivery order with a no contact delivery option being introduced on the app well before the rest of other food delivery services which gave people more confidence in using the service and also protected their riders then in terms of how they've they've shifted towards this expectation for action well delivery have shown a huge amount of community spirit and kindness over the last few weeks They've offered free meals to frontline healthcare workers, both funded through Deliveroo, as well as funded through partners and through users themselves who can buy additional meals to to give to NHS staff. And the Deliveroo brand is really all about supporting local food businesses and restaurants who are desperately trying to keep afloat. So there's a real sense of using Deliveroo as a way to to support the people who are uh, most hard affected by, by this crisis. And the results of this agility speak for themselves. Deliveroo's consideration score has increased 3.5 points since the 16th of March, according to YouGov. Their YouGov rating is now at 29% positive opinion, which is pretty, pretty impressive. So they've really seen a a shift in, in, in public acceptance of the brand and of the service because of how they've reacted to this change in society. So what does this mean for brands? What can we learn? Well, the thing I think Deliveroo have done spectacularly well is they've responded to these changes in a way that is brand aligned. In a world where actions speak louder than words, they have identified a way that they can authentically help. And not every brand needs to turn into a caregiver, right? Like we don't need 50 Mother Teresas. Like consumers are seeking support across all the need states. So to dig into my like deep, deeply buried psychology degree, there's this thing called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And it goes from the very basic physiological layers of needing food and water and, and safety and, and protection all the way through to the self-actualization at the top, which is about being our best selves, improving ourselves, getting you know self-worth and respect. And the love and community and security that we need is all in the layers in between. So underpinning it all, as we have learned through this crisis, is toilet paper, which seems to be the staple that holds our society structure together. And then brands have kind of slotted into this in quite clever ways where they most authentically can make an impact. For example, Unilever has addressed the physiological needs with their 100 million euro commitment to give sanitizer, soap and bleach to communities that need it most. 
Ralph Lauren, by using their factories to make protective equipment, they've plugged into a need for safety, protection and security. Similarly with the, the, the booze brands that are using their factories to make hand sanitizer. Your Deliveroo, with their supporting of the NHS, is really tapping into our need for belonging, our need for love, our need for community. And then brands like Nike, who are encouraging us to play inside, to hit our personal bests, even when we're exercising from our lounge. One particular brand that I wanted to highlight is Boots. So Boots have worked in collaboration with Goodloop to run an ethical ad campaign for their Soap and Glory brand. So Soap and Glory is obviously one of their sort of premium beauty and hygiene products and very focused on using beauty as a way to express your best inner self. Uh, it's a really, really lovely brand. And right now they're using Goodloop to fund the hygiene bank. So every time someone engages with their content, they unlock a donation to the Hygiene Bank, which is a grassroots charity that helps people who are living in poverty to get access to basic cleaning and hygiene products that they otherwise perhaps couldn't afford. That feels like a really relevant, very brand aligned way for Boots and Soap and Glory to make a difference whilst telling a really powerful brand story. So I want to end on a question. Did they help? And it's, it's not actually my question. If you go to didtheyhelp.com, you'll see a website where you can enter any company name or influencer and it will crowdsource information on whether that company helped or hindered the COVID-19 response. It's a really interesting illustration of how consumers are looking for how brands are going to contribute right now. They're very aware of the brands that are stepping up the brands that are helping and that are helping in a way that's authentic, that's true to what they do and that's true to their values. So think of it as action today, brand equity tomorrow. We build trust and we build love and we build relationships with consumers by being there for them now. And I think that's incredibly exciting and important opportunity. So I hope that this has been thought provoking <laughs> 20 minutes and I hope that at least some of what I've explored starts to spark ideas for you and for your brands if you'd like to chat more then uh, my email is amy at good-loop.com you know just find me on LinkedIn I'd love to hear any feedback you have any thoughts or if you have any questions at all thank you for listening you're listening to stay engaged from IAB UK Thank you for tuning in to this offstage audio session. If you've enjoyed this session, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram. Subscribe wherever you're listening to hear the rest of the Stay Engaged sessions and for the regular IAB UK podcast. The next Stay Engaged offstage session is from Daniel Knapp, IAB Europe's Chief Economist. What will the impact of this global pandemic be on the digital ad market and how will it rebound? Find out tomorrow as part of Stay Engaged.